The NFL is moving forward. Week 18 is happening as normal. The only thing we still know about Bills, Bengals, is it won't be this week. Um, Bills safety, DeMar Hamlin, remains hospitalized in Cincinnati. His uncle, Dorian Glenn, speaking yesterday and presumably giving better news. Um, so right now, they got him on a ventilator, so they're trying to get him to breathe on his own. Um, so we're just kind of taking it day by day. Um, still in the ICU. Um, they have him sedated. So um, just continue to um, administer the medical treatment that they've been doing. So that was uh, Dorian Glenn, uh, DeMar Hamlin's uncle, that spoke to uh, reporters yesterday and said that the oxygen levels they were giving him had been reduced and they were optimistic that he was getting better to a certain extent, but still in critical condition. Um, so that's the uh, the latest on Hamlin. But the week for everybody else continues. Including, it does, yeah. Including the Bills and Bengals. Right. They may not be playing their head-to-head game, but they got games coming up this weekend. And Bengals got the Ravens. That schedule's continuing. And the Bills got the Patriots. Those are big games for both of those teams. There's a lot on the line still. Mm-hmm. There is a lot on the line. I think... Like, the only thing that's truly locked up, the Giants have, like, the sixth seed in the NFC, and they're locked in no matter what they do. They can't move up or down. They're locked into the sixth seed. I feel like everything else is pretty much up for grabs still. Are they lobbying for the buy then? They are. They are. They're lobbying <laughs> like We just rather yeah. not do it. Yeah. But I think that's the only thing right now that's truly locked into a certain position. Everything else is still out there, man. Like, everything else can be adjusted and changed based on this final week. And that's why we get into this situation and you hate to talk about like what's going to happen moving forward, but the league's in a tough spot right now. Like what are they going to do? Because that game is so meaningful, not just for the chiefs, but the bills can go from the one seed to the three seed. The Bengals can get up to the two seed. Like there is a lot of trickle down from that game. They may have to play that game and they may have to go with that fourth scenario. We talked about earlier this morning, where they play all the NFC wildcard games next weekend and the Bills Bengals game, and then have all the AFC wildcard games the final weekend and just get rid of that week between the playoffs and the Super Bowl. But there are people that make a lot more money than we do, that have a lot better ideas than we do, that are going to try to figure this thing out. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere the NFL has their fingers crossed that the Bills lose this weekend to New England, and that takes kind of care of itself, and maybe they don't have to reschedule that game. But I, I, I don't see how you finish the season without playing that unless you just award a tie. Because I, I was firmly in the camp, you know, yesterday of like, hey, you got to you got to make sure the the bills are ready to play. You know, like Absolutely. Bills players. Can they handle this? Can yeah. they be, make sure the players are cool with this? I've Probably never seen NFL well. players on the field in tears like we right? saw on Monday night. So never. where where are they at? Well, presumably. Not that they'll care, but presumably they're playing Sunday, right? You know, like they're playing Sunday. There's been no, there's been nothing that says there's a chance they pause Sunday, right? Right. Sunday's happening. Right. So then now you have to move on to, okay, well, then when does this other one get made up? Right. And you hate to say it, but I think a lot hinges on moving forward, the health and safety of DeMar Hamlin as well. Like he's, it seems like he's making progress right now, right? That's what his uncle said. He went from a hundred percent ventilator to 50% ventilator. A lot of but people like that, critical, but still, still in critical, critical, condition. critical condition. Yeah, he's not out of the woods yet, man. And I hate to always get ahead of stuff like that, but that's the number one concern. It still is the it's, number it's one. It's still the number concern. one concern. But the fact is, that game Sunday is not 
an if right now. Oh, God, no. No, the you NFL I mean? has moved forward. They released Buffalo, a statement yesterday. New England yeah. is happening. Right. So presumably, they're going to play. So then the question becomes, then, okay, then when are you going to make up the other one? Right. Because they're going now. Right, they're going. Yeah. Right. So that, that is the question. If, when, how? And there's a lot to be figured out. And again, this isn't a normal injury. I've, I've seen on the text line, I had somebody even come up to me yesterday and say, I've seen injuries happen all the time. They just continue to play. Why didn't they do that? The man legitimately died on the field. They had to save his life. Yes, his uncle, Dorian Glenn, said that he had to resuscitated twice, once on the field. Right. And then once at the hospital. Yeah. Oof. Well, how would you ask anybody to go about their day scary. after seeing that happen? Scary, scary, scary. Oh. You become enamored with uh, with number one. Mm-hmm. Myself, what? <laughs> oh. Um, oh yeah, that's a become. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why are you giving me the finger? I'm not. Repeating. This is number one. This is number one finger, not the other number one finger. Okay. This is number one. You are you. He wasn't in your your stock up because I think he's in your season stock up list. How good uh, is Jarek McKinnon? Jarek McKinnon. I tweeted on Sunday, right? That was the game, right? Sunday. Sunday. Was Sunday. We're all confused with days. Josh missed Tuesday. Yeah. Um, Only I, like 20 minutes. Yeah. But I tweeted on Sunday that, that Jarek McKinnon is the most underrated and, and undervalued player in the NFL. Are you watching what he's doing, like, from a historical perspective? He's legitimately done things this year that nobody in the history of the league has ever no done. No running back has caught. A touchdown pass in consecutive games, more than Jerk McKinnon, right. that Some, something like that. Like yes, it's you know nineteen seven consecutive yeah. games by a running back with a touchdown. What's reception. it five? Yeah. Five now. Yeah. Nobody's ever done that in the history of the NFL. And so I look at Jerick McKinnon right now as the most undervalued, underrated player in this league. Him, him in the screen games are very good. Oh my god! Him I'm getting, in the I need a cigarette when you're talking zone, about him in the red kind of red zone offense. Out of the backfield, he's either going to run it or catch it. Kind of, yeah. he's been a nice um, outlet for, and, and not even really an outlet, but sometimes an outlet. He's great in the outlet game too. But when they're calling stuff for him too, he's been fantastic. He's been he's been great. He's been so good, right? And so when people were asking, well, who's going to replace Heel? I'm like, well, I don't I don't know the answer. Did anybody bet McKinnon would be that guy though? No, no. Did anybody say, well, we got Jarek McKinnon coming back? Like you talk Who can about Patrick Mahomes count on. Right. Jerry McKinnon. Jerry McKinnon. Way up there. Right. Yeah. Huge on the list. Yeah. Like you talk about these moves that like Brett Veach has made, and we focus on, you know, the number one draft picks or whatever. This is a this is an unbelievable move. Without Jarek McKinnon, I don't know that this offense is putting up the numbers that they are this year. He's so good. Think about where the running backs were to start the season. It was can they get something out of Clyde and turn can a can a can a first round pick Right. Live up to the billing, I guess. Oh, my gosh. Check out the seventh rounder they got. Unbelievable. And then what about they got Ronald Jones? How are they going to use Ronald Jones? Yeah. And McKinnon's the best. best it's not even close. Player at the position. It's not even. Yeah. It's not even close. Yeah. Like, there's nobody else that I want to see right now. Right. I mean, he's that good. Now, Pacheco's really good, too. He's great he for a filled, seventh round pick. McKinnon right? has filled his role and more. And more. He's been outstanding. Which now, therein lies the problem. There's a big problem with Jarek McKinnon that we need to discuss. Okay. We'll do that next. 
Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. The voice of Chiefs Kingdom, Mitch Holtus, drops by the show every Friday at 7.30, right here on 610 Sports Radio. Seven six ten on the way back Wednesday. You text in your musical requests. B Dub will fill them. You tag your name. He reads it on the air. Right. I think this is this is a, a good one to read too. But go ahead with the song, B Dub. My bad. Oh, you're good. You're good. No problem at all. This comes from me, and this is going out to the Kip Legacy High School varsity freshmen and sophomores. Went into some school yesterday that I guess some. Uh, they, they say they're famous people from Kansas City, Mayor Q, and some guy that used to work for us that's now on TV. Uh, walked into Barstow, and we got the dub, 53-51, even with the referee's help, you know, a little home cooking. <laughs> wow, wow. And, hey, wow. home let, cooking. let me tell you this. Cooking, huh? Don't rip high school officials. I don't oh, care I'm not what, ripping. No, I don't care what they do, man. Two out of three out were perfect. They, they called a great game. It was wonderful. There wasn't any... Uh, it, it was intense. The crowd was good with each other. It was back and forth, a lot of fun. My daughter pulled out the moonwalk, a little Billie Jean, Michael Jackson as well. But uh, Kip Legacy High School, those freshmen and sophomores continue to do big work. Beat down Barstow, 53-51. You Put guys on. doing some recruiting over there or something? Absolutely. I am a board member, and so I am always recruiting. <laughs> That's part of it. All Young right, Jeezy, um, put on. Uh, you said there's a there's a problem. That Jerick McKinnon's playing well. Yeah, you don't like you don't you don't like that, right? I I, I don't, and, and I I saw this article yesterday because because other people might notice he's playing well too. Is yeah. that why? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. And it's from Forbes. I don't know how I stumbled upon this. I think it's part of like the Google search that I get every day that sends like all the Chiefs Royals headlines or whatever. This one was from the uh, Forbes. Forbes. Is writing about Jerick McKinnon. Yes, and there's a guy that says his name is good for Jerick. Jeff Fedotin, he says, I cover the Kansas City Chiefs, the NFL, and sports business for Forbes magazine. All right, cool. The headline is this. Kansas City Chiefs touchdown machine, Jarek McKinnon, think about that, yeah. which is true, is in a contract year. And I thought, that's right. This is a contract year. Because we've been very fortunate to get Jarek McKinnon on back-to-back one-year deals here in Kansas City, right? Nobody else wanted him. Chiefs get him back-to-back one-year deals. That's after he signed that big deal with San Francisco, four years, $30 million. So now you're looking at Jarek McKinnon, who had the ACL injury back in, in 2018. He's second on the Chiefs in touchdown catches. Tops in franchise history for running backs in a single season. Third on the team in receptions. That's the amazing one to me. Third on the team in receptions. Third on the team in receptions. Behind only uh, Juju and Travis. Right. So... Off-season gets here. Chiefs are polishing another Lombardi trophy. Jarek McKinnon's going to hit the free agent workout or the free agent market. There may be somebody this time around who goes out there and overpays for Jarek McKinnon. And this is where I'm like, boy, what do you do in this situation? Because I don't want to offer him a long-term deal just because he's a running back and he's older. And he's already had an ACL injury. He's 30 years old right now. 
I can't see offering him a long-term deal. But I look at it and go, man, I want him back, right? Don't you want him back next year? Yeah, he fills, he fills a role that nobody else does. Too. That's right. I mean, he's, he's, he's unique. Now, the offseason, maybe you go out in the draft and you add somebody or there's another younger free agent that you can bring in. or They've done a great job with the running back position. They haven't overspent at the running back position. They've played it so smartly. But Jarek McKinnon is so freaking productive this year. I mean, what do you do? This is going to be one of the toughest decisions Brett Veach has. Over 500 yards receiving and eight receiving touchdowns. Yeah. And uh, another one on the ground and almost 300 yards rushing. So he's not going to get 1,000 yards combined, but it's going to be pretty darn close. Pretty darn close. Pretty darn close to 1,000 yards combined, right? But it's all the touchdowns. And he has become that guy, other than Kelsey, really, that you know you can rely on in this offense. He's become that security bike. He's become what Sammy Watkins was in that first year for Patrick Mahomes, where you needed eight, he got you nine. Jarek McKinnon is that guy. I know when Jarek McKinnon touches the football, let's go, baby. I'm ready for something fun. But, man, at the end of this season, I, it's going to be hard. Man, it's going to be hard. the problems. Those, yeah. those, those are, the, again, Mission Hill's problems we're living in in that world, and he's great in this offense. Maybe he wants to come back on a one-year deal, but if there's somebody that's going to go out there and spend and give him a four-year deal and take him to he's 34, I guess you got to let him go at that point in time. Maybe part of the good news is is the 30 in a way. Could be. Like maybe other but, – but teams can't help themselves, Josh. You know what they're going to do. They're going to look at this offense. Jared McKinnon's a free agent. What he did, let's go get him. They're going to sign him to a, a deal that's going to pay him exorbitant money, and he's going to play with Carson Wentz. And he's not going to put up the same type of numbers, and people are going to go, what a bad contract this has turned out to be. Like, yeah, I get it. You got to take the money grab when you can. I yep, totally understand do. that. And he needs to do that. But, and I and I always hate saying this because I know athletes don't think this way. How important is winning a championship? Not important is the $20 million guaranteed from that other team, right? Even if it is catching passes from Carson Wentz, who, by the way, totally off the subject. If you're an NFL team, how can you employ that guy even as a backup next year? Like, he's done in this league, right? He's got to go sell insurance. I would think. Like, he's, he's just done. he got to go find something else to do. He doesn't need to be on ESPN. Nobody wants him. We already got Orlovsky. We've already seen bad quarterbacks on TV. We don't need Carson Wentz. Like, is there some supplement he can go sell? I, I shaker I, at the gym guy? I can't imagine there's another team that says, you know what, I always like, you know. No. Like he's he's, he's got to like be done. I feel right? like he's run through that group. Yeah, he's run through, like, everything. So, anyway. So you're going to have this Jarek McKinnon decision that's going to have to be made at the end of the season. And it's going to be one of the hardest decisions Brett Veach has to make. And I still think unless you can get him to that one-year deal, possibly a two-year, maybe a two-year deal, just to try to keep him here, I think you got to let him walk if somebody's going to offer him all kinds of money. One year, just over a million this year. It's the greatest greatest value on the roster. Pretty good bargain. It's the greatest value on the roster. I mean, my God, can we just scratch him a check? Like, can Clark write him a personal check for an extra five mil just to say, hey, yeah, you something this off year, the right? books. Yeah. Here's an NIL. Yeah. Something like Here that. Here you go. Because, man, Jerick McKinnon appearance, is so cool. Appearance fees yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Five mil. Here you go. Bye bye. That'd be good. Um, speaking of funny money, how funny? Are we buying Colin Cowherd? Is he for sale? Who says that? The Broncos could look at paying Jim Harbaugh twenty million a season. Is it a season? It's a season. Yeah. Twenty million a year for a guy that's won how many Super Bowls? Uh, none. Oh. 
Made it to one. Made it to one. Good, no question. Good four-year run. Nice. But he's he's the guy to me. Like, he's the dude at the bar that's talking to a gal, but he's always looking for who's next. Well, Harbaugh's in a tough spot to me. Because he wears bad pants. Because Michigan's not a life job anymore. What do you mean by that? The demands are high. The, the seat gets hot quick. He was almost almost out a couple years ago. Yeah. He's put together two playoff teams, mm-hmm. two playoff runs. Uh, all that's left is to win one. Yeah. But if you don't, you're a disaster. They hate I, you. I see what you're saying. Like he, I feel like he's so taking, he's at a spot where I he's like, this, "What am I supposed to do?" I said this last year about him. I'm like, I, he's taking Michigan as far as he can take them, because mm-hmm. that's, that's a, I mean, as much as you say, "Oh, Alabama, look at Alabama," that's tough to make that consistent run of success like Alabama has to be in it basically every single year. Yeah, Michigan should be in that ilk, but their expectation level is to be in that every single year. Yeah, and it's like he's going to have a down year and they're going to be pissed and want to fire him. So it's like, it's not a life job. The and minute so, he doesn't make the playoff and go seven and five, they're going to look to yeah, bounce him. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not, it's just, it's just not a life job. Ohio state's not a life job anymore either. There are, there are, there are places that can be life jobs. Those aren't two of them anymore. What is a life job so, anymore though? Because Alabama's not a life job. Once Saban bounces, once Saban the bounces, next guy's going to have these expectations. No. They're going to fire him yeah, in two no. years. No, whether that's Lane Kiffin or whoever. But you can go to places and just have Bill you know, O'Brien some success and every once in a while success and they'll be okay with it. There are some that the bar's higher. Alabama is going to find out the hard way probably when Saban's gone. Yeah, they aren't. Sure they they're are. going to they're going to they're going to run through coaches, right? I mean, the job you want is something like Kansas, where you go six and seven and people are building statues for you. Yeah, you yeah, don't want you don't want Michigan where you miss the playoff and they want you fired. You want to you want to be my school. You want to be at Iowa. And, uh, yeah. and and Kirk Ferentz has done it right. Get to the get to the Big Ten title game every once in a while, and that's it. Also, um, Harbaugh has lost like seven straight bowl games. Like, oh wow, did you know that? No, I did not. Yeah. Yeah. So he's gotten the playoffs the last two years, lost, and and they haven't won a bowl game since like his first year. No, no kidding. He's been there nobody, that long. Nobody pays attention to that stuff yeah. though, right? Like, because they don't mean anything. Because they don't mean anything. But you're like, okay, and he made it to one Super Bowl and did had a. Decent enough NFL run. I don't. I don't blame him for looking around. As I guess is what I'm oh, saying. Oh, not for twenty million dollars a year. And if it's twenty million, that's so, a year. Yes. So Cowherd said that <sighs> Andy Reid's not even making half of that. I know that the the Broncos were looking to get splashy. Jim Harbaugh will accept the Denver Broncos. Accept the job for the Denver Broncos if he is offered the job. Cowherd said. Now, I said yesterday, I think Michigan's a wonderful, wonderful place. He's done a good job. I wouldn't leave. But I was told later yesterday afternoon that they're going to offer him $20 million. So that kind of changes things. They said that they'd be, he'd be the highest paid coach in the NFL. It's insane. That's That part's insane. How'd you like to coach the Broncos? Not really. Uh, 20 million? 20 highest million, paid coach in the NFL? Me? I'll give it a shot. 20 million a year? I'll give it a shot. Uh, it's like sure. for us. <laughs> I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> Russ can keep his office for 20 million. Whatever. Be the highest paid coach in the NFL, and uh, by double almost. Like Sean McVay's the highest right now, making like twelve, right? twelve to fifteen, somewhere in that range. Yeah, he'd be making a, like say minimum five million dollars more than if a man who won the, the Super That's the number. Bowl. That's insane. That's just stupid. Twenty million dollars for Jim Harbaugh. What's Indianapolis doing right about now? What's Carolina doing right about now? Because apparently he had a conversation with the owner of the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Well, Carolina's probably offering eight. 
I gave Matt Rule. Matt Rule was making more than Andy Reid too before he was fired. Remember that? Yeah, like yeah. they gave Matt Rule a nice contract. So, assuming they still have funds after you know paying him out, they got to be in that neighborhood or more. Yeah, Matt right? Rule was making a half but million dollars more than Andy Reid. But it ain't twenty. If Both Matt Rule and Frank Reich insane. are made made more money this year than Andy Reid, and they were fired. The coaches that make more than Andy Reid, Sean McVay, Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, Kyle Shanahan, John Harbaugh, Frank Reich, Matt Rule, Mike Tomlin, and then there's Andy Reid. Him and Sean McDermott are tied for $8 million per year. Tomlin, McDermott, and Reid are all making about $8 million a year. And again, these are kind of just rough estimates. Nobody knows officially. You thought Jarek McKinnon was a bargain. <laughs> Andy Reid's a bargain. Yes, he is. Yes, I mean, is. Nathaniel Hackett made $4 million this year. Okay? What did he sign, a four-year deal? He's got another $12 million of free yeah, he's money. He's making $4 million next year, too. And right. the year after that. And the year, the year after that, that. <laughs> right, yeah. So that, that's a bargain compared to paying Harbaugh $20 million a year. So if this number is correct. Holy crap. That, to me, is crazy. Plus, I think you can lure him out for less than that. Again, oh, God, I, yes. I laid out why... Michigan will, I mean, but if you're the Denver Broncos, you want to make, this is your guy. You want to make sure you get your guy and not have him go someplace. Like if you're the Denver Broncos and Harbaugh's your number one guy and you don't make an offer big enough and he goes to Carolina, you're going to be hating yourself. Price is about to go up at Walmart. They ain't be rolling back the prices anymore. <laughs> 20 million a year for a football coach. Not on Harbaugh. They're not. Whoo. I mean, $20 million a year. I was taken aback by that. And I'm not taken aback by much, but I said, I. Because I, you I, asked me, you're like, go, 20, this, $20 million year, contract. I go, no, 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 no. $20 four? million per. No, five years or four, they, you couldn't get him away. He's making like six, almost seven, I think, at, at Michigan. So. Yeah, this is the NFL, though. Money's going to be less. And it just is. College is stupid. Well, I'm saying that's why you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't bounce for less. You're not bouncing for less money, unless you just want to change, right? What's your buyout at Michigan? <laughs> well, his buyout his buyouts going down too. That's the that's the thing too. His buyouts like three million or something. It's okay, so even, it's not that much anymore. It's that so much it's anymore. time to go. Yeah, yeah, it's time, time to, to get go. extended or go. Yeah, it's time to get a a really really nice extend. Which he could be, maybe he's doing that too. Yeah, like you can get some more ironclad guarantee from from Michigan, right? And using the NFL to do it, but it sounds like from all the reports that he's he's interested in going back to the NFL. So. Mm-hmm. But again, he he changes with the wind. Not his pants, but no, but he wind. he gets bored and he's ready to go. So you may get Harbaugh. What do you got him for four years just to get you through this Russell thing? And then you're competing with A. Bear and Mahomes and the mm-hmm. Raiders every year, mm-hmm. and Tom Brady when he goes out to Vegas next year. Mm-hmm. That's happening, right? Brady to Vegas, yeah. I I mean I would think so, right? <laughs> I mean, how, how could that not it's be? It's not Jared Stidham beyond this week, I don't think. I mean, that's that's got Brady written all over it, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> how are they going to afford him? <laughs> Is the owner going to have to skip a few haircuts? He might have to be on an NIL deal too. But they don't have any money for that. There might have to be a little faith. Yeah. That will generate it. I mean, some casino will have to sponsor the quarterback position for the Raiders. The Binion's Horseshoe quarterback for the Los Angeles Raiders. Not the, not the, uh, not the Denver way, the Colorado way. We're, we'll, we'll yeah. get it. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll take care of it. We'll yeah. get you your money, Prime. Yeah. That's right. 
Yeah, we just signed Dion to a five-year deal worth $5 million a year. How are you going to pay for that? We don't know yet. We'll figure it out. Excuse me? Yeah, we don't have the money. We just made it up. Yeah. Have they found the money yet? I mean, it's a holiday break and all. I wasn't looking for I don't Colorado. know how much the hat's been passed, but I'm guessing they'll, they're working on it. Dion better get that first check. If I don't get that first check, I'm going back to Jackson State. Yeah, your check's not going to make it this month, Dion. What do you mean? I don't know that the checks were making it at Jackson State. Yeah, that, for what that the is reports true. Were. Yeah, that is, that's a good point. He was paying for stuff. Yeah. A lot of out-of-pocket money yeah. there. Yeah. That's ridiculous to do. Not everything was prompt, or not everything is paid for that was promised. Yeah. Right? We found out at Jackson State. Right. Yep. <sighs> That's crazy, man. They don't know if they can pay him in Colorado. Somebody's got to write. Like, they, they, if they're <laughs> smart, they're going to this Denver owner right now going, hey, can you write a check to the university? Yeah. Help us keep Dion we'll around. It's it. good for everybody. Yeah, it's good for everybody. <laughs> sure, what's another five mil when I'm paying Arbs? 20 the million. The Broncos will get Dion. I don't know. Could be two for one type of deal. I just think twenty million a year is stupid money for a coach that's never won a championship. Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, Mike Tomlin, go for it. Those and, are all proven and, legit NFL coaches. And Coward was saying like Sean Payton's in that range too. I'm like, really? Wow. I think he's him. he's an underachiever. I, what they've what they did in New Orleans from an offensive standpoint and the way that they dominated offensively, and they only have one Super Bowl to show for it. That's underachieving. That's that's Farvian. That's Rogersian. Rogersian. Roger Rogersian. Yeah, Rogersian. Struggling. Something like that. I mean, my God. Twenty million a year. I told you I could do this job. Twenty million a year. You say sure. I'm in. Well, the buyout life. <laughs> yeah. Me and, that, me and Nate Hackett <laughs> go sit my ties on a beach yeah. somewhere. People were talking the other day too. I go to the college, other... recruit like crap, and get blown out of here. Oh yeah, year absolutely. Take, my, take check. my check and go. <laughs> Me and my agent would spend more time looking at the buyout clause yes. of this contract yeah. than anything Let's else. Make sure we get four, five, yes. yeah. and, and he uh, guaranteed at least buyout and. Uh, Made payable as soon as they ask me. Right. I need a wire transfer. I mean, my goodness, the buyout life is the way to go. And if you're little. Collective over here wants to go buy us a quarterback. Great, because I ain't doing any of the work. Yeah, I ain't doing it. <laughs> get, write the check or I ain't going out on the recruiting trail. Let's get his players. I'll coach him. <laughs> but other than that, good luck. <laughs> Somebody says, I thought you were making fun of Harbaugh possibly taking it. No, nobody's making no, fun of that no. at all. I, I, it's a I dream. I think it's a lot to pay. It is. A lot to pay. I mean, my God. <sighs> Andy's making eight, folks, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Andy's making eight. They're going to pay Harbaugh 20. If I'm Andy, I'm walking into Clark. I'm flying down to Dallas I on executive air share and go, low. hey, this guy in his khakis is making like three times the amount of money I Just am. Look at some of those other ones, too. I don't know how he hasn't already done it. <laughs> I mean, how could you not? I mean, if you're Mike Tomlin and you see this, wait, wait a second here. Mike Tomlin, again, may not finish under 500. The Matt Rule one got me. How when, crazy when, is that? When he walked off the street and got that, or basically, yeah. you know, like. Walk out the door of Baylor and you're getting, you know, a yeah, boatload like, of that's, cash. That's silly. Why don't people, like, why do we fall in love with the hot candidate of the moment? They're never any good. Who is the last hot candidate as a coach that really achieves success? Any might, of these might, might be Andy. <laughs> well, yeah, but he was already proven at that yeah, time, yeah. right? 
But, but I'm, I'm saying I'm the, talking like the hot even, coordinator. Even the guys that that well, I'm saying even the guys that like kind of come back or what have you. Mm-hmm. Like, is it worth overpaying for Jim Harbaugh at this stage? No, but it is or for Andy Reid. Or going and finding. I wouldn't overpay for Belichick right now. But I would definitely overpay for Andy Reid, Mike Tomlin. I'd overpay I mean, for Pete Carroll. I wouldn't overpay for Sean Payton. No, I would not overpay for Sean Payton either. But think about all these coordinators. Every year they say, oh, my God, these are going to be. None of them ever do anything. People can say maybe Mike McDaniel this year with Miami, but they fizzled. They've lost, what, five in a row. They got some guy named Skylar Thompson playing quarterback down there now. The hell is that? You don't know the case stater? Come on. So, you know, all these these hot coordinators and whatnot, maybe maybe it is the way to go, but not for $20 million. I mean, that's you don't need to pay $20 million to get Jim Harbaugh. But I'm also not paying $4 million for the next Nate Hackett. Like, have you seen some of the names that they've released that are like these hot candidates? Oh, this guy from the Eagles, offensive coordinator. Who? I don't know his name, right? I've seen the name. OC1. Yeah. Six months ago, was anybody talking about that guy? Now it was, oh, you got to hire this guy. But Jalen Hurts was an MVP candidate, so now he's brilliant. That doesn't make you brilliant, man. That also proves you can lead a team. No, it doesn't. Oh, wait. I mean, they, they make so many dumbass coaching decisions in the NFL. I wish I could go in there and, and beat all these owners up when they make these bad decisions. You're going to be here in three years anyway. I mean, Nate Hackett lasted nine months. Nine months? Uh, we mentioned New Year, New You does not apply to this uh, non-Hall of Famer. But he's staying who he is. I mean, this is in 2023. Did you you just Ohio January 1st went. uh, They're getting sports gambling now in Ohio. Took took effect January 1st. Ohio, one of the latest states to to come on board. And why wouldn't they debut their first bet with Pete Rose? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Pete Rose. (laughs) <laughs> made the first legal sports bet in the history of the state of Ohio right. at the Hard Rock Casino. Bet the Reds to win the World Series. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess embracing it is fine at this stage. Yeah. But uh, he just leaned right into it. Why he not? really did. Good for him, right? Yep. I mean, know who you are, embrace who you are, and accept who you are, right? Mm-hmm. And I think Pete Rose finally has done that. After placing the bet, he goes, I don't know a damn thing about odds. Go Reds, go Bengals. He doesn't know about <laughs> odds now. He knew about it then. He knew about he it then. He doesn't know about him now. He hasn't been keeping up on current <laughs> events. <sighs> How just, good is this? Just so appropriate. So appropriate that he has leaned in on this one, too. Yeah, yeah. I, would you like? Yes, I would. Actually, I would like to make the first yeah. bet here in the state of Ohio. Who could we get to make the first bet? Well, we got Pete sitting out here in a trailer. Willing to sign anything for 75 cents. Yeah. How about him? All right. Yep. How so, much did he bet? Do we know? Pete's got a Pete's got a ticket on uh on the uh the Reds to win it all. <laughs> That's right. Probably the first time he's ever bet on the Reds. <laughs> no? No, I'm not buying that no. either. I'm not buying <laughs> that. Just not buying that. Yeah. I I don't I don't know. I didn't see the I didn't see if they showed the ticket or not, but they believed he was betting, you know, $10,000 a day back in the day. Oh, so God, yeah. You got to think he had a little coin left on that, maybe. 
Maybe his, flag whatever, this bet. Whatever his, yeah, you'd think. Whatever his autograph money is would be the uh, would be the case. So good. College football hooked me, and I think they got a chance for Monday night, too, and I didn't see it coming. Next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster is patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour, every weekday starting at 1130 on Cody and Gold, on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. You request the music. Tag your name so you get the credit on a way back Wednesday. Our buddy True Green Thumb wanted a little Scarface today. Mary Jane, right here on Fesco in the morning, preferred three to one by Jim Goers everywhere in the city. I wonder what True Green Thumb's growing. Yeah, you never know. Never know. You can come over and take a look at some landscaping. So I didn't think I'd get hooked, and I got hooked on. On New Year's New Year's Eve, I guess it was. Yes. Yes. New Year's Eve would have been the uh, would have been the time frame. But I didn't expect to get hooked by the college football playoff. I didn't either. Those games were great. They were fun. They were exciting. They had points. A lot of points. I didn't have any rooting interest necessarily in any of the games. So it was more of the because my uh, my Iowa team beat Kentucky earlier in the day, twenty one to nothing. <laughs> Still trying to figure out how they scored twenty one points. <laughs> was, was it one two off, pick six? One offensive touchdown and two <laughs> pick sixes. But they pitched a shutout in a bowl but, game. All right. Okay, okay. So, so I'll give you that. So I was in a, I was in a better mood than I than could yeah. have been. But both of the playoff games were fantastic. One was an upset, obviously with. With uh, TCU. And then the other game was a huge comeback. And that one was like a uh, an old-fashioned shootout as well. And That's, that ended right before the ball dropped. So we got yeah, out like was, seconds before midnight. Right. Yeah, they were, they were smart at that one. Because the kids were like, we got to see the ball drop. I'm like, no. I was pretty whatever about watching the, the college football playoff. But Does Ohio State know they can play defense at the end? <laughs> Not really. No. But both games had hooks, and and guess what? You need a hook. Those two had hooks, and and you have a good shot now grabbing me on Monday night. I, I'm not interested in seeing TCU. I mean, I know I should be because they're like the little team. Well, I want to see that if they pull the upset. If, yeah. they, if they can pull the upset and beat Ohio State, it'd be great. Um, I'm kidding, Georgia. Um, but what I don't understand is my line of thinking, my level of thinking. And I think most people think this way, and I think it goes back to the NCAA tournament. We love the upset. Until until the championship game, like, it's are like, they even going to really give them a game? And yeah. you're not you're not sure about like, it. But wouldn't no, you I'm, rather see Ohio State and uh, and Georgia or Michigan and Georgia or Alabama and Georgia? Like, no offense to TCU at all, right? I, none, none whatsoever. But they're not one of those brand name teams. I feel like when you reach those championship rounds, like in the NCAA tournament, you'd love to see Longwood beat you know Johnson State in the first round, and everybody's excited. 
Well, long one to Johnson State would never play in the first That's round. That's a good point. Yeah, unless they're the eight nine game with this new ninety maybe. expansion. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. both going to be in there. Maybe but at Dayton, but probably maybe. not. Maybe, but you you want to see you want to see the upsets on Thursday and Friday of the first weekend, and then you're like, all right, give me chalk the rest of the way. I don't want to watch a Final Four that includes think, teams I don't really know. Uh, I right? don't think, but they're not enough of a outsider. This isn't this isn't George Mason or VCU no, no, making but it's the, close. the Final Four. <laughs> it's close. This is this is at least a. This is at least a big boy, big conference school. Yeah, so it, it is, but it's still not a brand name. I, I like it this go around. I mean, I'm I'm interested, and maybe it fizzles by halftime. You're going up. It's going to be all Georgia. Yeah, and you're and it and it's and it's gone in a flicker. But you might have thought that was going to happen last week, and it didn't. And it didn't. It didn't. No, they they were great last week. And for me, like I said, that's a I, hook. You need a hook. Yeah, you got me on that. You got me on the intrigue of. Can TCU make this a game? Right. I didn't think I'd be paying attention to any any of the 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 semis right. and probably not the final. Even if it was Michigan or Ohio State, if I yeah, whatever. Right. Um I'm intrigued. I actually am more intrigued because it's TCU. And this one. Yeah. Good for them. I mean, congratulations. Fantastic. But I mean, I, I mean, me personally, and I think a lot of people are like this way, like. I like to see Alabama play that game, right? Just because it is that brand name team. We like to see those brand name teams, especially in college. But you're right. There's there's a little bit of a hook. They beat Michigan. They had a nice little run. I'm more interested to see what the staying power is for TCU because while everybody's excited about what's his name, Sonny Dykes, he's the head coach there at TCU mm-hmm. right now. Everybody's excited now. Is he going to be able to keep it going? Especially now with the NIL deal. Are TCU alums going to get right checks? It's a nice, lucrative financial area. It is. Yeah. It's a very, and they got a great, rich alumni base. They got a lot of money down there. Maybe they will, and I hope they do. I'd rather see TCU be on top of the Big 12 than, than Texas or Oklahoma. You know? Well, good, good, good news, news is, is you yeah. Won't have any I, choice. But you know what I'm you saying? Like, I'll root for them the, over those two. You won't get the latter soon. Right. But I feel like like the championship game, I feel like we're missing out. Like Nick Saban's no, not going to be there. No, right? I think this is good. It's good that Saban is Saban going to be like on a mega cast or something somewhere. Probably. Grumbling would be great. Yeah. But no, I, I like I like the new blood of this one. Right. For for one night. So, I hope they can hang. I hope they can hang. We'll see. And I, I think they can. Yeah. But I think it goes one of two ways. They hang or they get blown out. Like there's no, there's no, I don't feel like they're going to. I know it sounds crazy. They either hang or get blown out. But I think that there's no way. I think Georgia has a distinct chance to run away from them or they're going to pull the biggest upset you ever, ever seen. saw, you yeah. know what I mean? There's right. like, right. I don't know. I'm hoping it, I'm hoping it's a good game. I do they, too. they hooked me and I was not expecting to, to be paying any attention to that on Monday night, but the, the, the playoff games are I'm really in. good. I'm the in. playoff games are really good. And then you get like the grand granddaddy Ugh. of the old granddad bowl. January 2nd. I totally forgot there were games. I on. know the NFL being on January 1st. I just moved on. Like I totally forgot the old granddad bowl was taking place. And the only reason you really knew about it is because they were promoting it because they were building them up to get to the Monday night. Yeah, NFL the game. Monday night NFL right? game. Yeah. And I've, hey, I grew up Rose Bowl was it, man. That was, that was the, but even me, I'm like, okay. Rose Bowl, have you seen? You're not, you're nothing. Mm-hmm. Now, Penn State and Utah had it been a playoff game because they would have been playoff teams and in, in the expanded playoff 12, sure. I think it was 12 and 8 or 12 and 9. 6 and 11, I thought they something were. Like, yeah. Something like that. But um, that would have been a playoff. You'd have had some injury. Yeah, absolutely. Just, absolutely. A, just a random 
Unless you're a fan, what do you care? Just a random statement. Rose Bowl, you're not. Yeah. You're not who you think you are anymore. You're not. Like enough. You're you're whiskey in a plastic bottle. You're the old granddad of them all. It's about the playoff. The, the Rose Bowl has become the nicotine flavored vodka and, on the bottom and, shelf. And, and they were holding everything up. Yeah, for that. Enough. Yeah, stop. Stop. Come on. I, I mean, I know they finally acquiesced, but everybody else should have just rolled the steamroller over them and said, enough, we're out. You, you want to come to the party, fine. If you want to do your own thing, do your own thing, but we ain't sending teams. You can have fun with Jackson State and Longwood or whoever you want to have at the Rose Bowl, but you're no longer part of it. You don't need the Rose. College football doesn't need the Rose That's Bowl. That's what they need to, yeah, they need to realize i don't know why they don't realize it yeah why like the money will follow them where they take these games they don't need no doubt they don't don't need need the rose bowl they don't need the the venues and the history and prestige Mm -mm. to do it the games will follow you yeah especially when they're meaningful games and that's why i keep you know keep advocating for more meaningful games the same thing goes for baseball baseball in september and august if your team is out of it that's like a bowl game doesn't matter it's irrelevant make all these games more relevant make games matter make games count and the bowl games were great in the 80s, right? They were oh, awesome. The 119th edition of this. Yep. Holy crap. I don't need any more of this. I need the college football playoff. And I'm excited we're going that route. Because I would have loved to have more games that matter. Because once New Year's Eve happened, we saw the two teams move on. We had the NFL on Sunday. I didn't need anything else. I was good. I just, I just needed Monday night. I needed Bengals and Bills on Monday night. And then I'm like, oh, there's a... There was an 11 o'clock game on. I'm like, oh, this is kind of interesting. I watched some of that. I forget who the hell it was. Then the Rose well, Bowl. Either it was either K-State Alabama or Iowa-Kentucky. That's right. It was K-State Alabama. Or no, Monday, I mean. Monday. Oh, yeah. Monday was Monday. not. No, no, Monday, no Monday. Monday was teams didn't care about Tennessee and somebody maybe. And, and there's some other thing going. I don't remember what it was. But it yeah, was there, was no, there, wasn't, there wasn't much hook to Monday games. Right. Other, then, than the, other than the Rose Bowl had the top 10 matchup or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the Rose Bowl, I'm like, oh, my God. I, I legit forgot about it. Totally forgot about the Rose Bowl until that day and when I'm it, watching something else and I saw a preview for it. And then if you were on ESPN, it actually went into the Monday night game, did it not? Because they welcomed – I was watching on – Yeah, I was on, watching on ABC. On ABC, yeah. and they said, welcome those of you who just watched the Rose Bowl. Yeah. I'm like, wow, it didn't even didn't – even, Get well, done. you knew it wouldn't. College I mean, it like, games take four and a half it was, hours. It was only a couple plays in, but still. I mean, you have to take PTO to watch a college game anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it goes into the next day. They are, they are excruciatingly long. Yeah, it's yeah. like six and a half, seven hours. Yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. I don't know how they continue to do this stoppage of the clock after first downs. Good Lord. Keep the keep it moving. Like The NFL doesn't even stop it when you go out of bounds anymore. <laughs> you know, Unless it's under two minutes, you go out of bounds. You get back on the field. They start that clock again. Like people think, oh, you go out of bounds. They're stopping the clock. No, they're not. Watch the clock in the unless it's under two minutes. They're not stopping the clock if you go out of bounds. All but for a brief second to get the ball back in. And if there's a Place melee, go. Yeah. yeah. Yep. This college stuff is insane. Uh, the Bills, according to uh, Buffalo Bills PR, the Bills will hold meetings and a walkthrough today. The team will not have any media availability today. Or should they? But no, they should not. Um, they are back on the field today, at least of some sort, and meeting today. Mm-hmm. So they're they're moving forward. Certainly sounds like it. They have a game scheduled for Sunday. Mm-hmm. Well, that has not been changed. That has not been changed. Week eighteen is as normal in the NFL. And again, my opinion, your opinion, anybody's it doesn't matter what our opinions are on this, right? Whether or not they should play, it's up to that team. If they feel like they're in a spot where they can go out there and play. 
then by all means, go out there and play. But if you got players on this team, they're like, we can't go out there. You got a coach that says, we can't go out there. Then he can't go out there and play. It's got to be left up to Buffalo, really, this week. Curious to see maybe today does give the team an indication of where they're at. You know what I mean? Yeah, Tulane USC is the game I was oh, watching. Oh, Tulane USC, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Green right. Wave. That was that being a high-scoring game. Yeah, too. that was yeah. a fun game. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. a good game. Yeah. yeah. Do have a little bit of update. Coley Harvey uh, spoke to uh, Jordan, uh, the family representative for uh, Demar Hamlin, who's the one of the family friends. So doctors overnight got promising readings that I've been hoping to see by this morning. Couldn't go into specifics, but progress appears to be that's made. That's great. News. Awesome. See, that that's what your teammates need to hear. When your teammates hear something like that, you hear he's moving in the right direction. Like, all right, we go play for him now. Yeah. I would feel like they're getting everybody together today, mm-hmm. and they're going to see if they can move forward in their job. Right. They might get a good pulse of where this team's at based well, on uh, internally, based on you know what's going on today. Yeah, if they're getting great updates and things are moving in the right direction, and he and he appears to be getting better, like what B Dub just said was the latest update on that. If you're on that team, you're thinking, okay, now we can get back to work and let's go do it for let's go do it for Demar, right? There will definitely be that effect too. Huge, yeah, massively. huge. Well, that's all, that'll be all around the NFL. Yeah. Everybody changed their profiles yesterday yep. on social media cool. around the league. That was awesome, yeah. man. And that that's what, you know, when when you see that t- type of stuff happen, like these teams, you know, are battling each other. There's a lot on the line, money, all kinds of stuff. At the end of the day, they're all a fraternity and they're all brothers. I mean, what we saw just with Cincinnati and Buffalo on that field, how do you not get emotional watching that, right? Realizing, oh, my God, these guys are really, really close. Really, really close. They're all out there doing the same thing, the same job. They're brothers at all of this, man. So, the good news is not just good for Buffalo. It's great for everybody. And if the Buffalo Bills players can get a little bit of closure from Monday and, and start to move forward, then that's great, man. That's what you need to do. Uh, we'll chat with uh, Damon Amendolara, DA of CBS Sports Radio, drops by for his weekly football chat next.